A nice introduction in a way to our next uh, interview. We talked a couple of days ago uh, to Frank Dillon, who's the newly appointed communications officer for the charity Alone. And I'm sure a lot of you would be much more aware of Alone and its work with older people, particularly older people who are experiencing uh, a need of some sort, particularly who may be feeling isolated or lonely. Uh, it offers a befriending service and really quite a lot of other stuff. So I'd encourage everybody to have a look at the alone.ie website. And here we are talking to Frank about what Alone does and why its services are so important. And in particular, why they're constantly looking for volunteers to support the work that they do. So here we are with Frank. Good morning, Frank Dillon. How are you? Frank. Good morning, Trishanne. Frank is you're the newly appointed, I think, fairly recently appointed communications officer for Alone, the charity that most of us would associate first and foremost with older people who may be lonely. But you're just going to tell me now what the organisation is about and what services they offer to the community. Thank you very much, Patricia, and thanks to your listeners um, for this opportunity. Um, I suppose start with our mission. Our, our mission for Alone is to enable older people to age in place, and we very much work to ensure the quality of life and well-being underneath that. But I suppose there's a lot in that because you know when you when you're aging at home, it, there's so much that needs to help to fit in around that to make it a, a positive experience. And um, Alone, so Alone has a range of services and support coordination is what we call um to what our staff deliver and that's very much about devising personalized support plans in order to help older people address the challenges that they might find and, and help them find the solutions so it's, it's a range of coordination of services medical and non-medical basically around living within their community to improve their physical emotional and well-being and um, while staying at home because i suppose one of the biggest issues of, of living at home and one in four people over the age of 65, they live alone, and uh, loneliness uh, can be a big issue. And I suppose to counter that, we have a very great positive army of volunteers that will help us in our support and befriending work. And that can be around visitation support and befriending, but also around telephone support and befriending. And it's a very positive intervention where we match a volunteer with an older person, or the volunteers will you know, if they're on the telephone support, we'll, we'll call regularly, check in calls with older people to have chats, to check in to see if there's any further supports they need. And we very much believe in social prescribing, which is about plugging people into what is available in their community and, and helping them to get engaged in, in local supports, mostly non-medical in that case. And you're mentioning supports quite a lot there, Frank. And I'm wondering, you know, for a volunteer coming to work with alone and befriending and supporting an older person that, you know, they've never met before and so on. How does the how does that work? In other words, what sort of training and support would be available to a person who's thinking of volunteering with you? Well, it, it, we do have a full range of supports and, 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 and we you know, we, we, we have a process where, you know, people will be, there's a, an element of guard of vetting just to uh -huh. make sure everybody's clear and, and, and comfortable with the service. Sure. But also training, and, and which is very important, um, around the issues that you might face or you might come across, you know, when befriending mm -hmm. an older person. But also just about their own 
the volunteers' well-being, and it's a, it's one of the aspects of volunteering that we we hear time and time again from volunteers is the positive impact it has on them, as well as the older person that they might be friends. Frank, uh, would that training be done um, online, or is it a face-to-face training? It it really depends on the location, and and look, I think we we all learn from COVID that you know we can deliver training online, but we can also we have what we call. Um, volunteer support officers who will who will meet with volunteers and um, talk them through the process and support them as, as they go about their volunteering. We also have a, a befriending, a support and befriending app, which makes it easy to just check in with, with, with our staff, with the support and befriending officers, and also with, you know, our, our, our full-time staff who will be able to provide further supports. We don't ask volunteers to get um, too involved in the support delivery because it, we have staff that can a, are able to coordinate that. Yeah, and have you, you're active all over. It started, I know, in Dublin with the, was the late Willie Birmingham who was a fire officer in a fireman in Dublin. Am I right on that? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're now nationwide at this stage. Are you are you active in let's say our area, East Clare and Clare in general? Very Midwest. much so. And yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And, and what we did alone has grown. Uh, supposed to meet the, the the demand for our services. We've grown long outside Dublin now, and and we have um, we have staff and volunteers in every corner of the country, and in East Clare particularly, um, we would have good staff and, and volunteers on the, on the ground um, working with older people and supporting them. But um, it has been a case of we've grown to meet need and uh, we, we have people, as I say, across the country. We, we tend to match the HSE areas. They have CHO areas, the whole country, divided into nine areas, soon to be six. And we, will, we, we plug in to the, the supports that are there and we're very much about moving you know, we're part of the, the Healthy Ireland approach where we're moving care from the acute hospitals into the community and being able to provide those supports within the community. And is there an age limit on volunteers or do you accept people of, let's say, from let's say 15 to 90? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. It, it's, look, we, it's over 18s just because yeah. mm-hmm. it's it, the, because of the 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 nature of the of the support but after that no we we take on everybody and uh, and it can be really rewarding as i say because it can be cross-generational where the volunteer might be very much younger but then there's a lot of people you know not not everyone that hits a certain age say 70 years of age is is you know presents in the same condition or, or is available and, and a lot of people will look to volunteer as time frees up in their lives yeah. and, and they can be some yeah. of the great Spe- volunteers. Speaking of the volunteering, Frank, um, I think there's quite a defined contribution that you're looking for from volunteers. Is that right? Well, it it look it it involves a commitment sure, necessary so you can build a relationship you know and, and and we, we look for people to try and commit to you know at least six months preferably 12 months of, of just if they have that time in their diary and then we we tend to work with people as to what they can offer as i say the telephone supports and um, can you you don't have to leave your house to support to offer your support and um with technology now people can make calls from anywhere Mm-hmm. Um, but the, for, for the visitation piece, we, we do involve a big part of volunteering 
is matching with an older person, matching similar interests, but trying to match geographical areas to cut down on the, on the travel required or, you know, so we try and match people in their communities or, 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 or the next town over, if you like, you know. And yes. Do yeah. you expect volunteers to be available, let's say, twenty four seven, or uh, within a defined period of time, or work something out with the the person that they're befriending? No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that. It would sure. be a case of they, they, if it was visitation support and befriending, they commit to making a, a regular visit, say weekly. Yes, um, yes. And with the telephone support and befriending, it would be about you know logging on at a certain time that suits them. Yes. Um, to make the calls, but. No, we have staff to to support the volunteers. Um, if it came to like there was cases where somebody needed support outside of their visit, they yes, would very much yes, report and, yeah. and work with the alone staff to yeah. deliver that. And if people want to volunteer with you, Frank, how do they go about it? They can, if if they want to do an initial inquiry as to what's involved, they can look at the website. We've a great. Um, source of information up there and that's alone.ie forward slash volunteer and that has a great range of what's involved and some testimonials from you know current volunteers about their experience and and, and generally what's involved and they can make an expression of interest from that point but it is very much you know it's about seeing if this works for you seeing if this fits in your into your life because that's what that's what makes it work you know when mm -hmm. it works for both sides and the other thing I wanted to ask you about was, I believe you're currently running a campaign called Share Your Warmth for Christmas. Would you like to tell us a bit more about that? Absolutely. Um, thanks, Patricia. It's, it's a big, Christmas is a huge time of year for alone. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, we, we keep our national support and referral line running all over the Christmas time. Um, it's very much a key part. We, we hope to deliver over a thousand dinners, warm Christmas dinners on Christmas Day wow. um, across the country. And as long with hampers and, and everything else that we can do to support people um, aging at home. But then it, it's sharing your warmth is very much about whether you can, if you have the time and, and the inclination to, to join us with the, our volunteering work. But also, if you don't have the time, it's, it's, it's a key time for us to fundraise as well because of the nature of the work we do we need funding and we'd ask people to consider a loan when they're making their christmas donation that's great that was what i was going to ask you actually was obviously this work being voluntary needs financial support so and of course christmas is the time for giving and that's one way of, of doing it uh, particularly it's such an important thing you started off by saying that a loan is about aging in place and that's seems to be a kind of a common refrain between a lot of organizations dealing with you know helping and supporting older people um to age in place the idea that people can remain in their own homes for as long as possible with the appropriate support so it's a very worthwhile uh, organization to have and certainly i've had a look at your website and it's very well structured and there's a huge amount of information there for anyone who wants to get in touch with you so um just remind us again of the website address. The website is alone.ie, um, and there's, there's all manner of different areas as you identified there. 
Um, but we also have a national support and referral line if somebody feels that they want to oh. get in touch about themselves or an older person in their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's manned 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And as I say, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And if I can give that, that's 0818-222-024. And it's a local number. And we can, people can get in touch and, and find out what further supports we can offer them. Yeah, just call that number again, Frank, please. It's 0818-222-024. I think that's great to know because I'm thinking about situation, God forbid, where, you know, you might call with an elderly neighbour only to discover that there's an emergency situation. And, of course, first response, if it's something to do, something medical, would be to call an ambulance probably. But it's good to know that there's another uh, agency available to, to help with support of different kinds that might be necessary as well and that's kind of a situation so that's that's very good to know so again if anybody's thinking of volunteering um this is an organization that they might consider and we're it's operating in our own area here in east clare i think i met a lady at um an exhibition in Clare some time ago, I think, uh, and I think I remember her name slightly. So we can put people in touch with your organisation and we can find out who the local representative is for a loan uh, if if people need to or want to talk to someone. Um, So thank you very much indeed, Frank, for talking to us today. And uh, we wish you every success with the organisation and we wish the organisation continuing success in its mission of supporting older people to age in place. Thank you. Frank, you don't have a definition for older people, do you? Uh. Age-wise, you know? <laughs> Some of us are a sensitive age, you know? You're as old as you feel, Tom, I think, some days, you know? And, and some days are better than others, as we all know. I know. But just to tell you, I've turned 70 about a month ago, you know? And I don't feel 70. So. You shouldn't. Well <laughs> done, you. Yeah. So keep her lit, as they say. Uh, exactly. And thank you very much yeah. for the opportunity. And may I also say that you know, very much a part of ageing in place is the, the likes of the service that you offer in community radio because it is a powerful connection for people. So keep up the great work. Well, we, we very much appreciate that and we very much, you know, are aware of that in our area, you know, from the feedback we get from uh, our listeners and uh, even as volunteers here on the radio, what I often say, you know, it keeps me off the tablets, you know. It <laughs> <laughs> serves a purpose too, you know. So we have something in common in that one, I suppose, you know. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Let, Thanks again for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarface Community Radio and as I said, more uh, part and, you know, look forward to your organisation continuing and growing and we will get involved with you some way or other. If we can't donate a few, Bob, we might in time, you know, volunteer, you know. And so. happy Christmas, Frank. And a happy Christmas and many happy returns to you yeah. both. And okay. thank you again for the yeah. opportunity. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.